You're listening to the Living Adventures Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Ashley Milkey and Victoria Vance. Tune in for a new episode every Thursday to hear our honest conversations about topics like freedom, creativity, spirituality, luxury living, health and wellness, and above all else, building community. We have real and unfiltered conversations inspired by our search to feel connected to people who give a shit about us, support our dreams, and understand our struggles. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to navigate any moment in your life with the lens of your neurodivergent mind, with a community who gets you. Adventure on. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Living Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Milky with Victoria Vance. And we are so pumped because today, you know, it's January, and so we're going to continue on this theme of hyping you up to go accomplish all the things that you want to accomplish, and we're going to talk about inspiration and achievement. Although I will say, I saw the TikTok last night that made so much sense, and it was like all of these people in like European Western society want us to believe that winter is the best time to set these new goals for ourselves, and January is the time to do things. And then the person was like, but the the world is hibernating like nature is hibernating so why would you think that while the world is hibernating and you should be taking a chill pill and slow down that you need to be like going hard on these goals and they were literally like that's why everyone fails by February because you're supposed to be in a season of slowing down and spring is actually the best time to set off to do new things winter is the best time to release bad habits that would get in the way of you doing those things that you want to do in the spring I know that's a lot to drop on you first 30 seconds of an episode, but let me know your thoughts, Victoria. Um, this is going to take a weird turn. I agree, but not in the sense that they said that. So, yeah, tell me. Because it's like, it takes... Nine, okay, it takes 30 days to build a habit. It takes 60 days to change a belief. It takes 90 days to change your identity. That's why true habit change happens over 90 days. Um, and so around the four to six week is where the self-sabotage kicks in, which is where the beliefs and identity start to show up. That is why they stop in February. But the, on that second thing of saying like winter is not the right time to do it. I agree in that sense. And like going into an art history moment here is like literally throughout the times of art history, if you study it is like everything is made to like begin in the spring you don't make changes in the winter. Winter is a time for awareness to come in. Mm-hmm. And to like, right, is like not, like start releasing and like noticing the things that you want to change, what you want to move forward, inner looking and like understanding your surroundings more because it's a quieter time. It's also said to be a quieter time because snow absorbs sound. That's why it's so quiet when it's snowing. Um, that got really deep into it again, but I, like, I agree with it, just not in the sense of how they said it. No, I love it. We're starting this episode off so strong. No, I totally agree that I think this is such a good time for reflection. I think it's so interesting that we're like, new year, new you, this is the time, go hard, go crazy. But like, there's so many times throughout history where people are like, actually, no, we want to slow down with the seasons and we want to like treat our body how the seasons are treating the world and you're so right like this is a time for awareness and reflection so maybe if you're not going hard on that big crazy goal you have like that's not the end of the world and maybe if you're in a season of awareness that's okay too um and also maybe you don't have to let the seasons or anybody or a new year dictate when you decide that you want to change your life you can just kind of vibe and do whatever you can do it any fucking time any time that it's right in your life is the right time but even ashley and i like we know like okay january will get a little bit better december is like 
full hibernation. At least oh, I'm a hibernating <laughs> potato right now. Um, also, I have a point on that hibernating bears, but um, we're like, okay, in March, things are going to kick off. Like, which is I, spring. Yeah, which is spring. Like, March is like the start of spring. It's when, the, well, at least in Boston, it's when the snow gets disgusting and it's brown because of all the sand and salt and whatever, and like it's slowly turning over. So, like, March is the time I know I'm kicking into high gear, and so I'm just vibing until then, and obviously not, like, trying to self-sabotage into a terrible place, but I'm just not forcing myself, obviously. I mean, why should I right now? It's still December, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but my hibernating thing. Um, I saw a TikTok, and it was like, wow, the school systems really made us believe that, like, bears literally like sleep for like three to four months straight and like don't wake up that's what yeah. no that's not what hibernating is they just don't do as much right they move slowly and they conserve their energy but they're still doing stuff i did i thought they slept for like six months they're like catch me out here good night no like i literally thought they basically like ate so much they put themselves into that food coma yeah dang no yeah they move slowly so like i think that's okay if you're moving slowly right now but anyways let's get into hyper fixations here's mine i love mine because mine involves adrian because adrian finally finished law school finals which means i have a husband again which is so exciting because for so many nights i was sitting on the couch by myself and i so sad 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 but now he is starting to run with me. Remember how I said I'm going to run six miles? He's like, okay, I'll do it with you. And I was like, oh, fancy. So last night we went running together. So we've been running three nights a week together, which has been so fun because he's doing the same training that I'm doing. But he doesn't like know what it is. He just looks at the treadmill. And whenever I start running, he runs with me. Whenever I slow down, he slows down. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> um, like truly type A over here. Let's me take the lead. Uh, but then... He's also started showing me all these anime rom-coms that I need to be watching. So every night we've been watching a couple of episodes of different anime rom-coms. And I'm like, my heart is so happy. This is so fun. I didn't know there were anime rom-coms. They are so fun. Like, at first, like, you're like, this is stupid. Like, I know exactly what the plot is. And apparently the plots are all the same. But then you just get attached to the characters. And you're like, okay, wait, this is so dumb. But I'm so invested now. I ha I'm, like, having That's the best time. Cute. It is no, so actually, we did something really funny this weekend. Um, we were planning and we went to a little pop-up shop coffee thing. And we were like, okay, what time should we go and everything? And literally asked Adri and I, like, the most, like, vibing people ever. <laughs> She's like, wait, I just asked two vibers to make a plan. Let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, so what time do you want to go? And Adri was like, uh, uh. I don't care when we go. I don't care. And Victoria's like, I don't care. And I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, like, boy. tell me when to show up. <laughs> Just tell me oh, that. You I'll guys. Out from there. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, that was funny. That's fun, though. Um, my hyperfixation. I'm so fucking tired. Um... <laughs> Uh, I swear to God, if you keep not taking your meds on the episodes that I have to edit, I'm going <laughs> to so lose my fucking mind. We and this is what it's like off meds. Um, Dude, I, the medication episode, editing it, is the worst time of my life. <laughs> like, I hate us. I hated me. I hated me for you, and I was like, I know this is going to be shit. <laughs> so um, bad. Anyways. 
So my hyperfixation, like, I was looking for Airbnbs in California for February, and I just couldn't find anything nice in, like, a good price range. And, I mean, like, everything was, like, $8,000 for the month, and I was like, I'm not paying that. Um, so I don't know how I got into Columbia or whatever, or I think I saw somebody who's there, and I was just like, Oh, that like it looks so cool where she is and her apartment looks so cool like let me look into this um i did not realize how built up medellin uh which is how they pronounce medellin. it there medellin oh. no they do jean like j-i-n instead oh. of yin it's jean i looked this up anyways thinking of going there for my birthday um it's cool as shit the only thing that makes me not want to go there is the food um and everyone says the food is just kind of like subpar even though local i if anybody from columbia is listening to this i am not meaning this in any offense it's like I, I, it's um what do i say to not be offensive i'm not trying to be what am i even saying right now just Sorry, say it um it's like it's just not it's like very they're very proud of it and everything there but like people come not for the food people are coming for the people and it's like Everyone just says, like, the greatest experience you'll have is just meeting people in Colombia and everything. And people really say, like, go to co-working spaces. You will make a friend in 30 seconds. Oh, my God. That's so fun. Um, and so I'm like, maybe that will be good. Maybe I should do that. And, you know, I'm only there for a month. So it's like I can't get that sick of the food because, you know, a month is, like, not that bad. Um, maybe you can even cook. <laughs> I think. And actually, their water is drinkable. So I oh, think okay. I can wash a vegetable and I could cook. There you go. So I think I should do that. I love that. I think that's so fun. I knew you were going to say Columbia. I'm like, all you've been sending me is Airbnbs of Columbia. Okay. So <laughs> and they're gorgeous. Of, of Airbnbs. And they are fucking sick. Yeah, they're they sick. They are so cool. And then I went on TikTok. I got on Medellin TikTok. And I was just like, whoa. Okay, obviously I'm not going and partying, which is a lot of the stuff there. But still could do some very fun things. A lot of cool hikes and everything we could do when you're there. Like, they have fucking transportation, and we love a walkable and trainable city. Oh, I love it. You know what's awesome? I have a tourist son, which means I really love being at home. And, like, I don't want to travel. Like, that part of me just wants to be bundled up in my home and my routines. But then, like, I don't know. I got a Gemini moon, and Gemini's, like, being social. And so I think I'm a little butterfly, and I want to go to places. And so you going to places lets me go to places for a little bit but not have to commit for a long time. So I don't have to actually be a digital mo nomad because my friend is. She's, And so I get to just be like, okay, I'll come for a little bit. Okay, now I need my home back because I actually don't like this. I need to go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, apparently I'm a gypsy, so I should just, like, go into that even though i don't feel like i'm a gypsy i like my home but then mm. my home can be anything so then it's like oh <sighs> yeah did mexico feel like home yes yeah so i can make anywhere feel like home that's just it's the vibes i can bring i love that. Vibers, see i don't know if vibers. i could do that i don't know if i could do that i think i'm like no i want my home <laughs> i like i want my stuff <laughs> And I, I think it's, okay, so it's like, I've actually been thinking on this because my coach always says, like, you're so unmaterialistic. Yeah. And it's like, I like some things. Obviously, like, I love my things. I There's some things I cannot live without. But there's also some things that I just don't give a shit about. 
Yeah. And that allows me the gypsiness or whatever, but it's also like, that's why home is more of like a presence and a feeling for me. And it's like, obviously having some of my things there makes that easier and everything. But a lot of it doesn't matter to me. I love that for you. Not me. And I, I got mean, a tour. Like, I can take my dog anywhere. So, oh, little thing. Yeah, that's though. nice. See, I can't take my dog anywhere, and that's part of it. And my husband. That's the hard part. I got these two suckers locking me down, man. Yeah, you know, honestly, whenever, like, what kind of makes me not do the TBM challenge on love is, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm good with repelling love right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're right universe i do not want a boyfriend i mean i don't right now but um i don't know how i'm supposed to do that with like traveling viber mental like maybe it'll be a whirlwind romance where you guys travel together and like week one week one you're like living together and you just like fall in love and now you're like where are we going to next month are we going to paris let's go we're going to spain we're going to italy and then that's just it they're just like is that the relationship i want i don't know i don't know either you should probably do unblocked love because you'll figure out the relationship you want well We'll talk about that later because I actually have a win in the men's section for everybody. It's the client story this week will be me. It will okay. Be, I am my own client. You'll get to that at I the end of the episode, so stick around. And it's a big win around the block. Yay. Okay. Well, let's get into inspiration and achievement. What is all of that about? I guess we can start off with talking about what we talked about last night when we were texting each other, right? That's a good segue into this. Yeah. Um, okay so I'll give some context so Victoria and I have big big plans for our second business of the new year and we have been looking not really looking they've just been coming to us um, for expanders or people who are doing kind of along the lines of stuff that we want to do which is like retreats and events and, and creating community and all of those things and we stumbled upon Tony Robbins himself which I mean is like yeah of course I think he's like pretty well known for being a motivational speaker and the man of the events all that stuff but when we were texting victoria was like yeah tony robbins exists so that we we can like see that it's possible and then we can do it better and i'm like i am obsessed with the idea that tony robbins only exists on this earth to expand me and make my dreams come true which i mean i think he would love because i'm thinking like is like i make people's dreams come true right so like he's doing that um, but I love that. I'm like, yes, every person who inspires me now only exists as a tool to fuel my passions and my ability to achieve things. It sounds really self-centered when I, love I, it. I said out loud. Because <laughs> I kind of typed it and I was just like, you know, he, uh, because. No, you were so casual about it too. You didn't mean it like that. Yeah. The way he like runs his business, it's like an interesting model. And I'm like. Yeah, but we could expand on this and do this better because I can already see some issues that my and I'm like I've never even done anything of his work, read anything like obviously or even I've never even listened to him. Yeah, um, I mean like I've seen teeny little clips, but like nothing insane. Um, and I was like, well, a lot of his stuff we like did a slight deep dive, and I was like, he like speaks on a very small level. It's very basic things, and that's something Ashley and I have been like kind of working on is realizing like we don't need to put our biggest ideas out there all the time, like not necessarily to dumb it down, 
But it's like not everyone and most people, especially when they're not in an inner circle of you, are ready for those big ideas. And so to give the regular thoughts, to give the regular things, because that's what actually like pushes us back because we have access to our own heads 24-7 and everything. Totally. Um, well, on that note, if I can give an example, like if you are someone who wants to inspire people and like that's part of your passion or you're a creative or whatever, like what Victoria is saying is as simple as, you know, like I think anytime I talk about setting a goal or give a simple tip of how I set a goal for myself or things like that, like those videos always go viral and it sounds so simple and stupid to me because I'm like, yeah, of course I only have three things on my to-do list or of course I break things down into smaller, you know, things so I feel good about myself when I do the small things. But other people are like, oh my gosh. And it's not that it's always mind-blowing to people when you inspire them in that way, but it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot that. I forgot I had that tool. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to attribute this tool to you from now on because you're the one who brought it back up. And when I forget it, the next person who brings it up will also be the person I think is amazing, which is kind of Tony Robbins vibe. I think he's like, okay, here's basic information that we probably all know. Again, I haven't really listened to anything he does, so I could be completely wrong. Except I think this is kind of like very macho macho. So macho macho. I mean, the one quote we saw about. A clip of him crying, and not to bring this up, but he looked like, it's not the MyPillow guy, but it's, what's the other? Joe Rogan. He sounds kind of like Joe Rogan. I'm just going to say it. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the tone and like the gravelly voice and everything. It gives that vibe. And so it's very macho macho advice. It's very macho macho. Which and burns you out. Which probably burns you out. Um, yeah, so we've been learning that your best ideas aren't necessary to inspire people. And um, anyways, yeah, Tony, Tony Robbins is an expander for us. But I think when you are setting out to achieve anything in your life, like if you, first of all, it's hard to believe in yourself and believe that you can do things, but it's also hard to believe in it when you don't see it done. Like I always wonder, and like this is no shame on my parents, but like if I lived in a family of entrepreneurs, how much easier would entrepreneurship be for me? And it's immediately easy to be like, oh yeah, it'd be so much easier because like you have access to more information and you can ask questions, but it's easier. Yeah, and it was, I would argue that it was relatively a lot easier for you than many other people. Like, you saw much more success in the beginning than I would say many of my other clients have. And I, maybe you don't notice this, but I think it's because your mind has expanded to know that entrepreneurship would work for you. Versus for other of my clients, if they're the first person to be an entrepreneur or even start a business, they do not believe for a second that it's possible because they've never seen it done. And so that self-doubt is easy to live in. Oh, okay, because I see it, because honestly, I actually come from a family of entrepreneurs, thinking about it out loud, because it's like, yeah, at least on my mom's side, my dad's side, well, actually, no, because my grandmother had like a brokerage as a real estate agent, and then my grandfather worked for NASA, but then my other grandfather, he has his own business. He was a landlord. He owned many businesses or many buildings and like rented them out as well as he had his own auto body shop, which then he gifted to one of my uncles. One of my other another uncle um, owns a tractor supply thing built by himself. Another one owns a financial place and does like financial planning and taxes and everything. But I guess the difference is, is I always saw that on like 
I I had to expand myself of going from a small business to a big business and obviously yeah. like I'm not at that big business place but like mistakes that they use to stay small and like mm. I see that and that has been where I've had to go look for expanders I guess the idea of becoming an entrepreneur was not the it was the scariest thing it's like the growth part is the scariest. yeah right because you were surrounded by small business owners so like you're one step ahead of the game and like that's not to say that if you are in a family of entrepreneurs, you're not going to have a hard time building or you're not going to have self-doubt, but you do have like people around you who can inspire you in small ways, which is really exciting. Um, but it also can be a little intimidating because I think something else that can happen when you're like looking for inspiration is instead of being inspired by people, we can feel small around people or envious of people. And I used to feel that way whenever I wanted to become a cycle instructor. That was something I wanted to do, but I didn't think I was good enough to do it. And I didn't actually, actually, I didn't think I wanted to be one. I was just inspired by them. And there was this one cycle instructor I took at Cycle Bar in Miami. And every time she taught, I was so motivated. I was so inspired. I thought she was so freaking cool. I was like, man, I want to be like her. And it wasn't until like someone told me like, oh, you know, like when you see something in someone else that you admire you have that quality within yourself and the minute that clicked in my head I was like oh my god I could do that like I could be a cycle instructor like I'm as if she's inspiring and I see that that means I can be inspiring if she's motivating and I see that that means I can be motivating and that like starting to see people like that totally changed how I started to see myself I agree with that statement and like it is really true and there's something there's a part I want to hit on that but it also you know it's like if you feel envious or if you feel jealous of something that's showing you something that you want to do and you need to like go discover that and everything there was another way of saying it and it's like if there's something that really annoys you you don't like it because it's a quality in yourself that you don't love and everything that is not always true true sometimes I just don't fucking like something that somebody's doing and I it doesn't have anything to do with me and I really tried to look deep but like there are some things that I do not like about my brother. Hello. <laughs> okay. So let me give you some examples and we can break that down of like, because I've had things like where people annoy me and I want to figure out why. And I've had, I have examples of both uh, because like sometimes when people like, there was this girl on the balcony next to my building and like on like the floor below me, they were on their balcony and they were so loud and it was making me so freaking mad. And I'm like, why are they so loud? This is so rude. Like it's 11 o'clock at night. And you know, most people would be like, yeah, that's pretty annoying if it's 11 o'clock on a weeknight and you're trying to sleep and they have like five people on their balcony screaming. But then I look at Adrian and Adrian is sleeping and Adrian doesn't care that they're being loud on their balcony. And I'm like, okay, so immediately this is a me problem, apparently. <laughs> so, he can sleep through anything. True, he can sleep through anything. But like, let's dig deep into this. Why is this triggering me? And I realized that like all my life people told me I was too loud and I needed to be quieter. So my inner child is like, why do they get to be loud? I'm not allowed to be loud. I have to be quiet. It's not fair that they get to be loud. So now I'm pissed about it. But then I had to like go do whatever reparenting to allow myself to be my loud self. So like, yes, there are t there are times like that where it's like, oh, well, that is annoying that they're being loud. That doesn't mean anything about me. But maybe it does. But maybe it does. Um, I don't know. I mean, people can be also be like really bad people that step on your boundaries, though. And that doesn't mean anything about you. That just means that they're mean people who step on their boundaries. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Yeah. And I think like, 
you know, social media can be a great thing of like anytime you get annoyed is like sometimes think about like why you're annoyed about a post or maybe you've just been on social media too long and you need to get off. But also like sometimes there's just people who are triggering you and like, you know, like look into that. Um, but something you said about like, you know, make like feeling small in a space around people and everything is there can be a point with like goal setting, but also like building a business or just doing anything where you can depending on the way you feel about what you're doing, you can put yourself out on like a really small scale and make present yourself to feel smaller, which can be impacting that. And so I know like we've said in the past, like don't share your goals with like everyone. Don't share, shout it from the rooftop. But that doesn't mean you need to play what you're doing extremely small. And if you're around people 24 seven, where you feel like you need to diminish yourself, that is not a place to be in 24 seven. And you need to work on that um, mm. because you should be allowed to take up space and everything. And, you know, like think about what, if you're going into a space where you normally do that is like, okay, what type of space do I want to take up? And so that can come into many different things of like being yourself, dressing a certain way, doing your hair a certain way, the way you speak, how loud you speak, how like, do you laugh really loud? And people are like, Oh my God, you need to quiet down. And so you buffer your laugh. And it's like all of the different ways that you can play small, like talking about yourself and what you're doing in your relationship and your plans or whatever. And people could be like, you're going to do that. Like, and it's because they couldn't do it themselves, but it's like, you know, being, making sure you're secure in whatever you need to be secured before going out and having those conversations so that you don't feel and intentionally force yourself to feel small so that you can feel on the same level and like make them more comfortable. That is not your job. Oh my gosh, yeah. For the longest time, I did not want to talk to anybody about all the cool stuff that I do in my job because I'm like, oh, it's just going to make them feel like shit if I talk about how awesome I am and how amazing I am. Also, I think I have a little bit of like, like shit from when my childhood, my dad would always be like, be more humble, Ashley, you need to be more humble. So then I'm like, I'm going to be a little tiny guy. Also, maybe I was just being cocky because I have ADHD because apparently that's a part of having ADHD. And whenever I did the diva test, they're like, do you find yourself to be cockier, more confident than others? And I'm like, why is this a bad thing? Uh, because <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's your perception that you think it's a bad thing because of your upbringing. Right, right, because my dad told me to be more humble. So now I'm like, I can't take up space. That's mean. I'm going to make the other kids feel bad. I remember going home from school one day and being like, Dad, I'm so much smarter than everybody else. Like, I'm just so much smarter. And he's like, you can't say that. And so now for my whole adult life, I'm like, I cannot say anything. But is that playing small? Do I want to be saying those things, right? Is there a, a life I could have lived where I'm, I'm loud and proud? And maybe that is it. And that's something that you can do internally is start to think like, what, like Victoria saying, like, what space do I want to take up? If there were no rules, if nobody was judging me, if no one said anything when I said this thing or talked this loud, like, is there space for me to do that in my heart? Like, do I want to do that? And if the answer is yes, then you can start the process of figuring out how to basically inspire yourself to feel confident enough to take up that space. You know, like how you said something about your dad. To, oh, is like, it, when you're feeling like, oh, I'm the smartest person, is like, okay, maybe I am. Let me discover, like, why do I feel like I am? And it's just like, is this something I could share and help others with this knowledge that I have? So and true. maybe I could reach this point further. And, you know, it's like, 
that it doesn't always need to be like, oh, I feel Ooh. like smartest room. Like, oh, I need to be more humble. I need to like shame myself more. It could be like, oh, like I think I figured this out and people don't understand this or whatever. I think Let you- me share that and help others. It doesn't always have to be make yourself so small. Oh my God, I think you should, I need to like go do a DI right now, uh, meditation, because I think you just helped me figure out how to reparent my inner child. Because I'm like, what did she need? Like, what could have someone said to her in that moment? But yeah, it's literally like, oh, I'm so smart. Like, oh, that's so cool. You are so smart. What are you going to do about that? Like, what are you going to do with that information? Like, that is so freaking cool. Like, anytime you think something about yourself and you want to shrink, Instead, it's all about curiosity. Be like, okay, well, what do you want to do with that information? Like, oh, I'm so freaking loud. Cool. What are you going to do with that information? For me, I'm going to be like, I'm going to keep being loud. This, um, that, that was a thing that my coach does that I then reparented myself with because she does that to me on every call. If I say something, I'm like, damn, I'm so smart. She's like, you are. So how can we share that with the world today? How can we share that in experience? Like, what do you want to do with that information? Do you want to sit on it a little bit longer? Like, what do you want to do with that? Like, how would you be represented with that information? And it's just like, that's so empowering to fucking hear the first time in your life. Like, the first time she said that, I started bawling, crying. (laughs) Because I was just like, nobody's ever said that to me. It was just like, I I can be smart? And she was like, yeah, you're fucking smart as shit. What do you mean? And everything. I was like, bawling, running, or crying. But it's just like, you don't have to shrink yourself. You can share your wealth and knowledge. And like, that's kind of like what we said is like, you do like you know share those small thoughts like share those big things because those are just like helping people remember certain things but then also your thoughts and everything the reason you're fucking neurodivergent like we just think differently you might come to a realization that a lot of people haven't and just in a different way a different wording that like reaches a lot more people that doesn't mean you should shut yourself off and make me smile yeah Oh, oh my God. When this whole episode is literally about the fact that you are inspiring people, no matter what you're doing, no matter what level of your life you're in, like you are an inspiration to someone. And I think a lot of times we get caught up looking up, like who's ahead of me, who's above me, who's doing better than me. But it's sometimes we need to look where we're at. We need to look in the mother effing mirror because we are inspiring. And there's people who are behind you or on different paths to the left and to the right. And they're like, what the heck is that person doing? Because they look like they have it together, even on the days when you feel like everything's falling apart. And if you start to look at like, yourself and the way other people see you and think that you're so smart and think that you're so cool like what would that change for you and how you approach your goals you know and it's you know like it goes back to like the toby robbins thing or tony toby tony <laughs> robbins of like right he's an expander for us to like do what we want and it's like okay he's a great model for like that's his shame we like the way he does that okay we like all these things and everything but we want to change this and this and this and this and this so it's like he was like oh he like laid the groundwork he probably had expanders or whatever and like did something helped him do that and look at a certain model we can look at his model and expand on it and we have bigger and brighter ideas from what was created and it's like we don't have to be like oh well we should tell him so that he can do better. We can go fucking do it. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't mean we're like mm. taking away from anything or whatever. It's like you can be two different things and just still like play from each other. And it's like it doesn't need to be all rivalry and cutthroat. It's like it's just it's, it can be vibes. Professional Us vibes. being like Tony Robbins, we're coming for your ass. <laughs> Sir, I don't ever need to meet you. 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, no, and the other thing that I think is interesting in what you say, and I struggled this, I struggled with this a lot, is when you're looking for people to inspire you or give you ideas or show you the way. I think it's so easy to try to find or try to look for a person who has the exact path that you're going to follow. Right. And like, I remember whenever I was in college and I was trying to figure out what job I wanted to get, I would go to people, people's LinkedIn's and I would be like, okay, they had this internship and then they had this job and then they had this job. So if I do that, then I'll eventually get the CEO role that I want one day because that's the path they followed. But something I had to learn is there is no one person or it's very unlikely that there is one person who's going to have the exact path that you want to follow. And so it's so much easier to find a collection of people who inspire you. Like Victoria just said, we like these things that about Tony Robbins business model. I'm going to take this. But then you know what? When I'm looking at Lacey Phillips and to be magnetic, I like how much she does not work. I'm going to take some of that. But you know, I'm not really a farm girl. So I don't really like that part of her lifestyle. Maybe there's someone else who's living in a big city. Okay, let me take some of that. And pick I kind of want to pig. Okay, actually, side note, um, me and Adrian, we think we want to move back to Miami one day before it is underwater and then we'll figure it out from there because we'll be rich and it'll totally be fine. Um, oh, so families there. Anyways, but if you buy a home in Homestead, which is like south of Miami, and you own like, I think it's like one horse and like another animal or two other animals, it counts as a farm, like a homestead, and you get a tax write-off. So I was like, Adrian, we're going to a homestead. We're building a mansion. We are going to buy some goats. We're going to get a goat farmer. All of it's going to be a business tax write-off. He's like, ooh, the cars, the house. And I was like, then we're going to sell goat cheese. Then we're going to get a beekeeper. And he's going to make us some honey. And we're going to go to cute little farmer's markets. Not we, they are. And they're going to sell our cute little goat cheese and honey. And we're going to make a killing. And we're going to get a tax write-off. This is my new dream in a separate reality. Maybe when I'm, like, really old. My homestead won't be there. Get a, get a pig. But I want a pig for a few reasons, but also I'm just going to say for the ADHD tax for, you know, when you don't want to eat the food anymore, it suddenly gives you the ick or whatever, or you bought too much, you give it to the pig. Now you don't have as much food waste and you don't need to feel any guilt about it. And but they have pig, micro pigs. pigs. <laughs> and I know this is micro- not an option for everyone, but I think a pig would be really cool. And they're also really smart and really fun. And micro, get the micro pig. Yeah. But the thing I will tell you Can is- Can I with my pig on a plane? Probably if they fit in a carrier. Yeah. But the thing I will tell you is they are smart, but they're like Maximilian devious smart. Yeah. Like Max stayed um, at some girl's house on Rover that was watching him and she had a, she has a mini pig and she said Max and the pig were both opening all the cabinets together. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that sounds Mm -hmm. horrible. No. And it's actually like, yeah, no, they're insanely smart. Like people train them to do like the buttons and everything and every, uh, Crazy. but it can be really dangerous because then they can get like depressed if their brain's not engaged enough. Oh my God, baby pigs. Yeah. I always uh, wanted a pig when I was a kid. I always wanted a pig and my mom grew up with pigs because my mom grew up on a farm and she was like, mm-hmm. do you know how annoying greased pigs are? And I was like, well, why would I grease my pig? <laughs> It'll be ungreased mother. <laughs> Anyways. She's like, what the fuck? Why am I greasing my pig? I don't this know. Commercial, I do not know um, pig care. Okay, so if you need to grease your pig to like lotion it or like whatever, like, okay. I mean, like, I'm still gonna do it. I'll grease my pig. No worries. But like, I don't know what the point of greasing a pig is. So I don't know anything. I'm not. I'm well versed on like farming for fruits and vegetables, not for the pigs. Yeah. I'm not farming my pig either. I just want a pig. Yeah. Anyways. This, um. Pig. Anyways, this commercial break was brought to you by pigs and uh, sponsored by pigs. Now back to. Back to the episode. Get a pig.
<laughs> Anyways, but yeah, there's not going to be one person who's going to have the exact path that you want to follow because impossible. And that kind of goes into like um, the episode we talked about a while ago is like risk and opportunity and everything is like you need to go on your own journey to like learn your own lessons and like the lessons that you all have to learn is like different at a different pace and that's why your journey can't be the same. You didn't live the same fucking life. You need yeah. to go learn your failures and your different journeys at like a different time. Or, like I, the Ashley just got that thing. Is she going to go work through that today? Like I got that a lot uh, like nine months ago. And I know, what the heck? Ago, and it's like, we got to it at different points at different times, different people relaying the information and everything. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong about it. And that's like a really minuscule scale, but like even like a failure in business and like needing to get rid of employees and this and this is like, we've learned this at like different levels, sometimes at the same time, sometimes not. And like, you need to make your mistakes at a different time and a different place and whatever. And that's why you cannot follow one path. Yeah, you cannot follow. You should just vibe because your journey will be your own. And forcing yourself to follow someone else else's path feels horrible. It is not a good time. And it is less than inspiring. And so here's the other thing when it comes to inspiration as you try to achieve things is like you cannot like put a timeline on it and you cannot become obsessed with someone else. Like I think there comes a point where inspiration turns bad, you know, where it's like your only focus is seeking inspiration. It's almost like seeking dopamine. You're like, okay, well, what else is this person doing? It's like, oh, I only want information from these two people and Mm. I'm doing this and I just constantly consume everything like they they do so that then that I get the exact same life. Yeah, right. And it's like you can get the exact same life or a better life following your own thing and a lot of a lot of what I think about is the things that I'm creating don't exist yet so how could I follow someone else's path if the things I'm creating don't exist why would I want to follow what other people are doing if I follow if like if they were on the right path to create the mystery thing I haven't created yet then they would have done it by now and I don't really know what I'm creating but I know it doesn't exist yet you know and I have to go on that journey to find it and it's the same thing like you know Tony Robbins I, I was like looking into him and like he started off promoting some other speaker guy's business he started off um mentoring other some other guy who was doing seminars you know and it could have been easy for him to get stuck under that and be like oh that guy's always going to be above me that guy's always going to be ahead of me and the thing is when you follow someone else's path you're never going to know the next move because you're always going to be looking to them for the next move but the minute that you're like okay cool i'm gonna suck up that inspiration go on my own way, you get to create the next move. And I always say like, I used to get really mad when people were like inspired by me and copied me. But then I'm like, go ahead and copy me because when I turn left, you're going to keep going straight and you're going to be confused because I'm leading the way and you can copy and copy and copy. But at one moment, you're going to have no idea what my next move is and you're going to be stuck. And you don't want to be that person that gets stuck. You know, you want to be the inspiration for yourself. And I think like as neurodivergence, like we, it's, it can be easier, but also harder for us in that point where it can be easy that we don't do that because we're like, no, I want to find my own way. But then it can also just like from deep, like conditioning and everything, we can like try and follow a path. So it's like nobody else will judge us. And like, because, mm. you know, it's like a scarcity thing and like holds us in that place. Um, but, you know, it, it's sometimes you have to learn the lesson yourself. And sometimes you can learn it from somebody else. So and true. So you know, you don't know the answer for each lesson that you're going to have to learn. Um, And so that's why I say don't get obsessed with the information and like 
looking for it is, you know, like try some things out. You're going to learn along the way. You will always do it. You always have. You know who you, what you should be obsessed with? Yourself. You should be so obsessed with yourself, my dudes. The minute I started obsessing over myself, like I'm the hottest thing since sliced bread. I'm curious about myself. I started to uncover all the lessons I needed to learn so much faster. Cause turns out I've been sitting on lessons. This happens a lot where I'm like sitting on a lesson and like the same shit keeps happening to me over and over again. And I'm like, why does this keep happening to me? I keep following the path of somebody, but that didn't happen to them. And it's like, because you're gonna keep being stuck and you learn this lesson but the minute you get curious about yourself and stop obsessing over the people who are inspiring you and start obsessing over yourself you're like oh why is this happening to me what am i feeling right now what was that thought process i had when i made that decision and then you're like oh i see a pattern here in my life and all of a sudden you can make changes because you decided to look at your own path and you can use your own path as a guide an inspiration for things you do want to do or don't want to do. And I do this a lot with my own clients. It's like, okay, you want to redesign your business model so you don't burn out. Well, let's look at what worked. What were things that you were obsessed with doing? What did you love doing? And what did you hate doing so you never do it again? Like you don't always need to find another person. Sometimes you in your life can be the thing that helped you grow. And like, don't like minuscule those thoughts of like, you know, like a lot of, you know, everyone's like awareness is the first step. Awareness literally is the fucking first step. Ashley just said it. It's like, you know, like once I started to pay attention and then got curious, it all happened. Awareness literally is the first step. And we're like, you know, ha ha ha, awareness. But no, like literally just awareness. Like an awareness and curiosity instead of judgment. Because in judgment, you're not going to get anything done. And then you're going to make yourself feel smaller and you're going to make yourself feel like shit. Yeah, feel really bad. This doesn't say like go hyper fixate on awareness either. Because it's like build it slowly over time. One thing at a time look at awareness in one area of your life and where you can expand on that and how get looking deeper to it and you can do other parts later because you can't do it all at once but like we often can be like well this is wrong and then this is wrong and then this is wrong it's like sit down take a deep breath and be like okay what what's really going on right now like okay there's just a lot of anxiety right now why is a lot of anxiety appearing out of my life? Have I been taking care of myself at all or anything? Like, okay, no. All of that is showing up because I need to take care of the foundation first. That's Don't hyperfixate on it, but also build awareness. And, like, if you come to a point where, like, you notice, like, a massive point of, like, oh, my God, this has been going on for so long. This all makes sense. You know, like, remember curiosity, we're not judging ourselves. It's like, it's okay. Maybe you've been making that mistake for two, ten years constantly. Literally. You were at the point to build the awareness that you are today with that realization. Oh my God, I have a great example. Every single time, like, be like, oh, it's okay. I learned this now. What can I do with this this information today? Literally, um, I have not been trusting my intuition pretty much my whole life. And I've noticed this pattern like probably multiple times and then ignored it. Um, Where I like, I get information on what I need to do and how I'm feeling. And then I'm like, no, that can't be right. I can't trust myself. And like this dates all the way back to probably like high school. I remember going through a little my high school diary. And in my diary, month one of dating my little boyfriend, I was like, I don't think I like him. I think we should break up. I dated that boy for three years. For three years, oh my God, in month one, I was like, I don't think I like him. Like, are you kidding me? And that has happened so many times in my business with where I'm like, "Mm, I don't think I 
like one-on-one coaching. It's really draining for me. And then I'm like, no, I love it. Everybody says it's the best thing to do as a coach. Like you get to connect with people. You need to love it. You need to love it. And I'm like, okay, but I don't really love it. <laughs> and then like it would keep happening. I'm like, no, ignore it. Ignore it. You can't trust yourself. Everybody knows better than you. And it's really easy for me to be like, oh, Ashley, like you've been learning this lesson. Like when are you going to trust yourself? That's freaking embarrassing. But instead we take Victoria's model and it's like, no, okay, well, what are we going to do with this information? Okay, we're going to take a tiny step, whatever that looks like to trust myself a little bit more. And again, it's not going to be like this big move where I'm like, okay, I have to trust everything my brain comes up with for the next week or else I'm a failure it's going to be like, okay, well, when I get a thought, maybe I'm going to think about it a little bit more. Or maybe I'm going to go back through my journal every week and be more aware of what I said. Because sometimes I'm just scribble, scribble, scribble. And I don't process, 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 you know, and just and just learning that way instead of being mad at myself for learning this lesson over and over. Right. And it's like, okay, maybe you make a mistake and like you tomorrow, like you had something this morning and then the next two days you do not act on that. And you look back and you're like, okay, it happened again. Why is the reason I didn't trust myself? Okay, I need to work on this because this is the reason. Or it's like, oh, I need to put this into place for me to be more comfortable doing that. And like, look at the times when you're in awareness. And that's like with curiosity is like, hmm, isn't it interesting? I want this and I did this. What can I do to make the first thing happen more? Hmm, isn't this interesting? I keep doing this. What am I experiencing by continuing to go down this path. What is a path I wanna be on instead? What is the direction I need to turn to like make myself on that path? And with that, there is no judgment. It's just, oh, you know, a little curious George, little scientific experiment. It's like, we keep getting this response and I don't like it. What do I need to do to move off of that? Mm. And that can happen slowly. You can take many turns, you know? It doesn't all happen in one turn. Yeah, and you know what else I think happens a lot? since you mentioned paths, this happens to me with a lot of my clients where they're like, I'm on the wrong path and I know it, but I don't know what the true path is. Or they're like, I'm on the wrong path and I know it. And if you feel that way, get curious. Like, why is this the wrong path? What do you not like about the path? That's something I dive into at a client who's like, I'm on the wrong path. And when I was like, why? Curiosity, baby. Why are you on the wrong path? And she's like, oh, everything's too fast. It's so much grinding. It's too much hustling. I'm not in love with what I'm selling anymore. I think this is an old chapter of my life. It was something that got me started, but it's not the thing. It was like a craft business. And then it's, she's like, and I think I know that my true path is to inspire people but I don't know what that looks like and I don't know how to get there but then what's cool is like okay cool you have this information and now if we take the model of curiosity you can start building the bricks that build the bridge to get to your next path and thinking about not okay how am I going to make this giant leap from this this lane over here to the furthest lane all the way on the right but okay how am I going to scoot over a little bit like what's one thing that gets me closer to what I think I want to be doing you know if you want to be inspiring people okay well what's something that that you like doing that does inspire people is it speaking your mind is it posting online is it creating art like what is that thing and start making those little shifts um again like you can be the inspiration that shows you how much closer you're getting to where you want to be exactly and like it doesn't need to be massive shifts or anything and I think uh I mean we did a gingerbread live gingerbread house building live um so funny this weekend. we should have talked about that and at the beginning yeah somebody asked me they're like I just got diagnosed at 24 which was a really funny moment because then Ashley goes I got diagnosed at 25 and I literally look at her I'm like you're not 25 she's like 26 I was like you're not 26 <laughs> how old am I I don't know 
Well, once you get to my age, you'll realize that for the rest of your life, you're 25. That's, Um, you know, for a long time, you feel 21. But then after you're over 25, you're 25 for the rest of your life. If I could pick one age to be for the rest of my life, I would say 25. But with all the knowledge I have now, you know? But do you also think that because the pandemic? Because it's like, I still feel like I'm 22. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yes. uh, That makes so much sense. I was 25 when the pandemic started. That's what I'm saying. Robbed of the best years of my life. Robbed. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So she just got diagnosed. She's like, any, like, biggest things? And, you know, it's like, okay, when you're first diagnosed, you might start noticing all of the ADHD traits a lot more because you were given an expander in a place to say, like, okay, this exists. This is real. And so not to go into judgment during that time, be like, oh, okay, like, interesting. I'm noticing these things a lot more. I'm allowing myself to, like, understand things a lot more i am giving myself permission to like really understand my symptoms and explore this and everything and like be in curiosity because a lot of times a lot of people go into judgment even if you're not even just diagnosed and you're just like we're diagnosed like five two years ago whatever it is is like this is still something you can do is like oh it's interesting i keep acting this way in this situation or like this symptom keeps coming up and like I really want to make a difference because it really does hurt my life in a lot of different ways and I don't like that and it's like okay what can I do to help myself better in these situations and whatever and like using that curiosity model can be really helpful in a lot of different ways yeah yeah like oh it's interesting I keep forgetting my keys what do I want to do about that information Oh, it's really interesting. When people are talking, I'm not paying attention. What are we going to do with that information? Maybe have better friends. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe be a more engaged listener. I don't know. There's all the all the things that you can do. But yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Okay. Well, I guess if we want to come up with our final thoughts on this topic of inspiration and achievement, what do you have for us, Victoria? You know, for a long time, I had a really hard time finding like expanders which i'm kind of going to go into like my client story about but um we'll do that after is it really doesn't need to be one person and so look for expanders and it can be the smallest little thing like um uh, maybe you saw a person on the street who wore these pants and you thought her style was amazing and you're like you know what that's permission for me to dress the way i want and then the next person you meet, and it doesn't need to be even somebody you necessarily know. It can be something you see and whatever, and it can just be little things and little aspects. And there's actually like this really cool worksheet. I haven't done this in a long time, but it's called like the Who Am I worksheet and whatever. And you kind of list down like 20 people. It can be up to 20. Sometimes people don't have 20. Uh, like people that you really are inspired by. And it can be your aunt. It can be anything. And... Find it like being like, okay, I like, I find them inspiring because the way they speak and they are so nice and whatever. And like go down this list and that can help you show like the qualities that you want to start aspiring to be and achieve to be. And so it's like, and it also can be a way for you to let them know like, hey, I really appreciate you because of this. And so it can go twofold. Yeah. Um, and, you know, be curious. Yeah. I think like a lot of times when people hear inspiration, like, oh, you need to find inspiration. You need to get inspired. Um, We think about like, okay, well, let me go listen to a podcast or let me go listen to music that's going to hype me up or let me go listen to a motivational speak. But 
uh, literally this whole entire episode, we've really talked about how you can, you don't need those things to be inspired. Like, yes, a great playlist will get me hyped up to start a task or do something or listening to someone say some inspirational stuff can help me bring more awareness to how things are going in my own life and give me ideas on how to move through those. But the most inspiration you can gather is probably from what we've talked about, like these people who are giving you proof that what you want to do is possible. I don't think there's anything more inspiring than that. And maybe that does look like listening to a podcast and being like, okay, well, how did they do that? Or what's their story? Or how do they show up when they speak? And again, like look at it as like we are little science experiments and we're collecting proof. We're collecting data that what we want to happen is possible. Because that's when you're going to feel really inspired. Like, yeah, sure, listening to a Tony Robbins talk might get you hyped up and motivated. You're like, oh, I can conquer the world. But like, are you going to feel like you can conquer the world tomorrow? Because if not, then like, you know, you're still missing pieces. But if you are starting to find people and you're like looking at Tony Robbins, you're like, oh, he is a great speaker and people pay him $100,000 a year to get coached by him. I could do that. That's inspiring. Like that's that's different than being like, oh, I feel motivated after hearing him versus like, no, I feel like he did it, which means I can do it. And once you have that moment where you see someone, you're like, they can do it. I can do it. That's the inspiration you need. And that's the inspiration that'll drive you. I think instead of thinking of, of like what we're getting at is instead of thinking of inspiration as like this massive thing of like, oh my God, this is so meaningful and powerful and the waves of emotion is inspiration can also be permission. Yeah. Right? It's like Tony Robbins uh, charges $100,000. Okay, so other people do that. So I can do that. It's not like the weirdest thing in the world. Like, because if they looked up Tony Robbins because he's like a massive person, that means I could do it, right? Exactly. Expand it. And so sometimes just giving yourself like permission and just seeing it to exist in another way. Like maybe it's you want to get a higher paying job, but you don't believe you can in that specific role. And so you go to a networking event and they're like, well, I make... 50% of the amount that you want to make. Well, boom, you just got to expand that it is possible in your exact position at another company to make $20,000 more than you originally do. And maybe you want to make another 20 more thousand after that, but you at least have the first permission structure that it can exist Mm because you might not even try it if you don't think it can exist. Totally. Yeah. That was like, I talk about this a lot, but that was really helpful for me in my first year of business was like seeing people could make $20,000 a month. I'm like, cool, permission. I'm going to go do that because it's possible, right? I believe that it can happen for them. So I'm going to believe it can happen for me. And you know, it's not always like that. Like sometimes I see people doing stuff and I'm like, well, it can only happen for them because, and then I come up with reasons why I can't do what they're doing. And that's where I know the work needs to happen. And those are where my limiting beliefs lie. And that's where I can get curious. Like, oh, it only happened for them because they knew they have rich parents. It's like, okay, well, let's, let's like, unstructure that like let's break that down and see what that actually means and see what limiting belief I'm carrying because if someone else is doing something there's no reason why you can't do it yeah and maybe you need to find another expander because that's not the right expander for you you know totes okay sometimes you need to see it twice in two different ways yeah all right let's talk client story okay uh, my client story is about myself um And I have been calling in expanders for myself in a few different ways in business, but also in my own personal life, because this is the year, well, there's a funny joke that I want to make that I'm going to get in a um, committed relationship with Delta Airlines, but that I do plan to do this year. But I also say this is the year, it's the year, it's going to happen. 
And I saw a TikTok um, that this girl was like, you know, my therapist has this question that um, named five men in her life that she feels respected by, she respects and like admires. And she was like, I have none. And then she was, uh, this is not exact. I don't actually fully remember it. Um, but then she was like, the therapist said, and uh, try name five people just in existence. And she was like, I can't. And so, and this was like specifically about men. I had a comment on there and I was like, um, I can think of my dog. Like he's a man. And that has a lot of comments. Uh, a lot of people are agreeing and love it and everything and find it funny. And then a lot of hate on it of like, this says something about you. And I'm like, guys, I know it says something about me. And I was just like, you know what, Victoria? Let's work on that. Instead of being offended by comments trying to call Let's me Let's get up, curious. Like, you are being a main character. I'm like, look, I knew that going into this. And I had no remorse about that. I didn't care. You think I do, but I don't. So I'm like, you know, let's get curious. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I need more male expanders in my life. And the universe said, I got you, Victoria. And the universe is bringing me male clients, which I have not worked with male clients since February of 2021 and didn't have the greatest experiences and everything. And so I just kind of wasn't. Um, and then the universe was like, don't worry, I'll bring you some men and they'll pay you. Sounds weird, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. I know some of them listen to this podcast. Um, so maybe this is weird to say. <laughs> no, that's so, no, because they're showing, you're, you're allowed to have clients who show you what, like, it is to be a good, a good person who works on themselves. Like, it's admirable that your clients are doing that. So I think yeah, it's cool. And I'm, like, really proud of them, too. And I just find it truly amazing. And it's also, like, kind of, like, a challenge for me. And it's different. And I really enjoy that. And... I love the universe. Yes. I love that. Um, my client's story, and I think that's so cool because, yeah, literally you're like – and it's like you – I think for your story, you didn't expect it. Like you're like, I want to see more examples of male role models in my life or yeah, male, that's men. that's all I asked for. I just said I need And it's to like, boom, here's clients. Like see how it happens, and then it's just been coming in clients, which is like shocking and I'm like I mean I'm not gonna say no this is kind of fun this is kind of different this is kind of cool I'm getting yeah I'm doing my job whatever and I'm just like that's cool that it can show up like that and that's because I had literally no control no expectations for how they showed up I just said I need them and yeah don't worry about it and I think it's cool because you had like that door open you know like like the other question you have to ask yourself if you're looking for inspiration like have you opened the door to inspiration like Yes, social media, you can find a lot. But, like, what do you have open to? And that kind of goes into my client story, which is, like, um, in my Made for Everything group, I think, like, community is one of the best ways to find people to give you inspiration or show you and give you permission that the things you want can happen. Um, there was a girl in my in my membership, and she, on our live call, was asking about, like, oh, like, how do I come up with what to post on TikTok? Like, what should my schedule be? Like, asking a bunch of questions. And I have a client who just, like, went viral, has 30,000 views, got 1,000 followers in a couple days. And I was like, well, you know, let's ask her because she just did it. Like, what was your model? What did you do? And she goes, literally, I posted whenever I felt inspired, whenever I felt like I had something awesome to say. And I there was no pressure on myself other than that. And she's like, and ever since I adopted that model – my TikTok has been popping off. And now all of a sudden, every other person in that group got to hear that story and go, oh my gosh. If she is allowed to post whenever she wants, however she wants, without a strict schedule, 
maybe I can do that too. And maybe that inspiration of her success is actually like we've been talking about permission for me to not be as obsessed with getting it right and start showing up and start introducing myself and just start being me online. And so like I think that client story is cool because it just happened but also because it's so relevant to what we're doing right now which is like literally find people to inspire you and maybe that means getting in a community and being around people who are doing cool things all the time where you can bounce inspiration off each other. I also will say, definitely for the posting thing, it's so true. I saw a person in last year in December say she only posts when she's feeling like she wants to do it and she has the energy and filming it. Like, and if she doesn't have the energy, she will not do it. And she won't like pre-batch film everything on that day so that she does it. She's like, I'll film until I'm done and then I'm done. And she's like, every single video always goes viral. And I was like let's try it out because I don't like all of this batching content and this and this and this and this and this. And I was just like, you know, I am the professional viber. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's how it went for me. And I know Ashley's told that to a bunch of clients and everything. And it's like, as soon as you just like all of the algorithms shit, and if you believe everything is against you and whatever, it will always be against you because that's just what you're going to project that. And it's like, I hate, this but like society really is just a projection a mirror of whatever you want it to be and so have a healthy amount of delusion and things will go. and if you really don't feel like making it or you're trying to film or you're trying to do something and it's not working out it's okay to stop and come back another time yeah i love healthy delusion um i also love suspending disbelief like Let's for a minute just believe that anything could happen for you. Also, while you're talking, I have amazing merch ideas. This has nothing to do with anything anymore, but I think we need sweatshirts that say professional viber in like type A girly. So that way we can represent all the girls and or anyone, anyone out there, you know, like I think that's friggin' necessary. You know what I I had a dream the other day is remember we were walking like maybe this is like April and we were like I want a sweatshirt that says um, selectively social. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, a merch collection oh, is coming soon. That, that was funny. I remember that walk. And Bo is not selectively social. Bo is the social butterfly. Max is selectively social. My dog um, does not like everyone. He likes some people. But anyways, yeah, maybe we'll make merch soon because I feel like we need a professional viber. I want professional viber even though I'm very much type A, but I'm learning to adopt the vibe mentality. Yeah. I don't want to adopt a type A mentality. I'm not no, you don't, but someone has to have it, you know. That's why I think I need a man who's a type A because it's not There has to be a planner, dude. I'm. The, I'd, let me tell you, if I did not... If I did not plan things, Adrian would have never found its passport. Side story before we dip out today, um, Adrian and I are supposed to go on a vacation at the end of this month, um, and he couldn't find his passport. And I was trying to get us both TSA pre-checked because I'm tired of taking off my shoes at the airport. And he was supposed to go to his appointment, but he lost his passport. And it's I have this drawer in my desk where all our important documents are, so it should have been in there, and it wasn't. And he was like, oh, well, I don't know where it would be. Maybe my mom has it. The last time I saw it was when we were in Mexico, which was like four years ago and I'm like okay well the passport came with us from Miami to Boston so it's definitely been in this apartment and I looked through my desk and stuff and I couldn't find it and then Victoria was like you cleaned out your desk what if you threw it away and I was like oh my goodness what have I done and then so whatever I looked in all the places Adrian came home 
if I never told Adrian to look for this passport, I swear to God, he never would. Like, professional viber to the to a fault. And he was like, I was like, you need to look for your passport. He's like, I don't want to look for it. Don't tell me what to do. And I'm like, oh, my God. But then he started looking for it while I went and worked out. And he was like, he said he looked everywhere. And I was, like, getting in the shower. And he's, like, still looking after my workout. And I was like, hey, by the way, I'm, like, in the shower shouting. And I'm like, did you look everywhere? Or have you like been just opening doors and going, it's not here? Because I swear to God, he came in the shower or in the bathroom while I was in the shower. He opened the door. He goes, it couldn't be in here, right? And shut the door. And I was like, ah, I'm going to lose my mind. I was like, you have not just been opening doors and saying it couldn't be in here, right? He's like, no, I've been looking at stuff. I've been looking at stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to get out of this shower and I'm going to help you. And I swear to God, if I find it, he, and then all of a sudden he runs into like the office and he's like actually taking things out of the closet in the office. I'm like, you are such a little turd. And then I went in his room and he has like this mountain of clothes on his floor. I'm like, did you look on your closet floor where this mountain clothes is? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked there. I like moved stuff around. I was like, mm -mm, not move it around, dude. Did you take everything out, every piece of clothing out and do that? He's like, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have to do that. So it took us like an hour and a half to do all of that. And it was in the very bottom in a blazer that he wore to a work interview two years ago and when he found it he acted like he didn't find it he was like oh it's in here ha 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 I'm like yeah you're lying and then he pushed it out of the sleeve and it was in there and I was like I'm gonna kill you and he wore that to a work interview and he told me he didn't take it to work and I'm like you liar I told you you took it to work and then I said well he hasn't worn it in two years you should just get rid of the blazer <laughs> And then I said, we should just get rid of everything on his closet floor. To which he's like, no, I'm going to get it ironed. I'm going to get it all ironed. I know. I filmed a TikTok about this. And my my um, my um takeaway in the TikTok is never marry a man. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Me, I got TSA pre-truck. I really should have gotten global entry. The lady even yelled at me about that. Um, and my fingers, I, they're like, some of them are kind of slanted and everything. And so doing the, the four print scanner when you have oh, to yeah. do this and the way I had to move my fingers and manipulate them. And she was like, you only have three tries. And she was literally, I thought I was going to jail. Like she <laughs> literally was screaming at me. People are looking in. I'm in a fucking Staples getting this done. Everybody. Oh my I'm God. At the fucking airport. And she's like, your fingers are so fat and annoying. And I was just like, fuck, ma'am. Like, I can't even control them. Like, <laughs> and they're not even like that. It's just that they're, like, crooked. <laughs> Yo, and she's like, we have one last try. And I was just, and she's, like, manipulating my hand. She's like, ma'am, don't worry. Everything works out for me. <laughs> my cortisol is spiking. And then I had the audacity to ask this woman a question. Because it showed that my passport expires in 2024, which I know because, like, I've seen my passport a few times because I've used it with Mexico and everything. And you think about going to Medellin and uh, Colombia, whatever, in February. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you know, like, with TSA pre-check lasting five years, um, if I get a new passport, I don't know if you get, like, a new passport number. Am I going to have to, like, update this or anything? And she was just like... Yeah, you need to get a new passport today. Are you kidding me? No countries are going to let you in. Like, Aruba's not even going to let you in. Do you realize that? And I was just like... If it expires in two years, like, that doesn't even what? make sense. I was like, I thought it's, like, within, a, like, the last year people start getting it. Like, some countries, you know? Like, because I know, like, um, my brother had to get a brand new passport. He had, like, six months left. but like, Or he had, like, five months left, mm. but wasn't enough for going to Japan when he went to Japan a few years ago. Um, and oh, so, yeah, because they want to make sure like, you get back. 
but like even then even if you're going for like a week they're like no you need it to have more than like six months um and so she was telling me it's like two years or like it's a year and whatever and i was just like you should have been like ma'am where's the last place um, you travel and i was just like okay i was like oh okay i'll get on it today and she goes and plus it doesn't even matter you're applying to an airline this doesn't even and i was just like Oh, okay. And I'm literally, I literally knew in that minute, I was just like, wait, what the fuck did she just say? Because I was like, TSA pre-check is not applying to an airline specifically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just made no fucking sense, but I'm not going to get my head chopped off even more than I need to. And I will go some, ask somebody at the airport sometime another day, or maybe I'll ask the internet. The internet did not reply to me or like help me out. So what we're going to question on when you get your passport. If I get a new passport, do I get a new passport number? And do I need to like update that at all to like TSA oh. pre-check? Or if I have a new picture, cause then maybe it won't match on the file and everything. I don't know. I was just, I thought this was a genuine question. I still do. I don't know. I'll ask at the airport. When I'm going to be there on Saturday. Okay. Well, let, Going let to me Miami. Um, But the answer, everybody, if you do have um, two years left on your passport, you're fine. Um, most the countries that have issues with it are within three months or six months of your passport expiring. So you're fine. And nice. this woman can take some CBD. <laughs> Honestly. And... And on that yeah. note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, happy Happy January, everybody. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's 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 really where we're gonna leave this. So I hope everyone has a lovely, lovely life. Please like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. You see on Spotify, we be asking you questions. Please reply to the questions. Oh my gosh, if you haven't followed the Instagram, you need to follow the Instagram because Victoria and I have ridiculous ideas that are going to put way more work on our plate, but it's going to be amazing for how you can engage with our Instagram for the podcast. And like, it's going to be so fun. So go follow us there and go leave little comments. We'll reply to them. I promise. Okay. Anything else? No. Goodbye. Bye.